0: Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum LA It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Ooh, Welcome to the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew Jesse has a work project He couldn't make it today So guess who I brought I brought Making this three-peat Third episode in a row, Jake Barnes. How you doing? I'm
1: back at it, bro. Like this time, Monday night. I know everybody's tired. I'm tired from what I saw tonight. Crazy. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna. I'm, I might have to change Jesse's name in the song intro to your name. At this rate,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can never. No, I, I, Jesse's the. You know, he, he's like Mount Rushmore here. He's the guy mm-hmm. here.
0: Yep. He's the Mount Rushmore. There's only two heads on it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's get into it straight up. Like today was game Uno of the James Harden era. Uh, it was in New York. It was an early game. I watched most of the game on my phone in my office at work. Uh, I I would walk around, have, and then like I watched like the last couple minutes walk into my car, and then watched the rest of it in my car. And then, like, once when, when Ty Lue decided to pull everyone, I was like, I guess I don't have to watch anymore. <laughs> so um, my, my voice is still raspy, I could tell. Um, But, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know where I want to start. I, I guess we should just start with James Hardy because I think, to be honest, he's probably the best part of this game tonight. You know, like, he looked really good. He looked in shape. Um there was moments where you know shooting a MIDI again over two people, you know, finding his spots, those passes the zoo. Well, James Harden looked pretty good today. I know a lot of people are gonna point fingers at him necessarily uh because of what happened today, because you know he's the new guy. But uh what were your thoughts on James Harden?
1: Clearly, um he's in great shape. He's looking good on the court. Um and Nothing negative to say about him. He looks great. I mean, it's literally what they traded for. They got. Now it's the other stuff.
0: Yeah, which I think we should get into. Because like, I was hoping that my expectation going into the game was it was going to look clunky. It was not going to look great. I expected the first game to not be what we this eventually will become. I, I thought everyone would have somewhat of an off game, but I also felt like the Knicks would, you know, shoot themselves in the foot and allow us to sneak by with the win, right? It wouldn't look pretty, but we'd still walk away with the win and then we'd move on and then try to workshop this on this road trip, Right? you know, um, but you know, every, and we'll get into it a little bit later, but like once Mason Plumlee went out of the game, it just it just fell apart. And I'm of two thoughts on it. You know, my first thought is Ty handled the game very poorly. And I think we'll probably get into that. My other thought is, and I know this is gonna sound silly because we have four superstars, but the roster construction is a little bit frustrating to me a little bit too. And so like a part of me is like, there's some decisions Ty was making that I was like, I I don't think that's the right call there. But then there's also moments where I'm like, well, what else, who else is Ty going to put in the game? Like the roster construction is a little suspect once you get past the, you know, the first six or so players. So, I don't know. Do you want to start with Ty or do you want to kind of start with Frank? <laughs>
1: um, let's go with Ty Lu, you know. Okay. Um like poorly managed from the start, honestly. Like top to bottom, full on. Um I I just think that like despite the limitations that the roster does have, you know, we have a bunch of small guards. Kobe Brown didn't play one minute in a game where we could have used his size. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the Knicks are playing four all-stars out there. You get me? Like yeah, yeah. Brunson didn't even have a crazy game uh, for Kobe not to play and just to be a DMP like that.
0: He, wow. he did he did technically play the garbage minutes. He
1: technically played garbage, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah, he didn't play yeah. real minutes.
1: Um, it's super disappointing and discouraging considering he played what? He played last game, didn't he?
0: Yeah, I think he did.
1: Yeah, the Laker game, he played that, he played the game before that, so it's super discouraging. Um obviously we have issues with size and for some reason Tai Lu kept trying this like small ball stuff, but I get it, you know what I'm saying? He wants to test what he got. Mm-hmm. My main my main concern here is just he has no idea what to do with the rotations and him going into the presser after the game saying that like he has a 10 game uh like mm-hmm. leeway to figure this out like bro what are you talking about
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you, you know there is no 10 game leeway like uh, the, the the mavs are six and one mm-hmm. the like they just won the nuggets are about to be seven and one i think
0: right. you know
1: minnesota just beat the nuggets and the celtics mm-hmm. you know there is no like level for that the deeper that we get into it it's just no time for it well that means basically by what game 17, 18 is when he's going to have us figured out until he goes into the next 10-man 10, 10 rotation or whatever. Yeah. Like, like James Harden playing with a bunch of bench players, that was strange.
0: Right. I agree.
1: Like, I don't know. The Russ having the second most shots was strange. Well, while PG was off, and, yeah, I guess Harden is kind of, like, implementing himself. You know what I'm saying? but. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's kind of doing a disservice to pg personally i would like the max player to like go out there and shoot us out the game if he's gonna shoot us out of it you know personally. No, I, I agree yeah. him or yeah. him hey that's what i'm saying like either one of them right like i'd rather yeah. them go out on, on their shield i mean they're the one making the big bucks um before the coach...
0: before the before the game sorry to interrupt you but before yeah, the yeah. game too i thought it was interesting that everyone was saying that James Harden was going to be on a minutes restriction and then he ended up playing 31 minutes. Right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. He right. would have played 35 if the game was close. Like right. So I, I find that interesting that like in that particular moment, like I give Ty credit for being able to be like, no, I want James Harden in the game. But it also makes me think, too, a little bit is – if you're willing to make that call to give James Harden probably more minutes than what was expected, Mm -hmm. then you also probably have the call to not play certain players and not give people certain minutes, Mm -hmm. AKA Russ and Norm and et cetera. So I
1: I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I hate being that guy to pinpoint players because the players play as much as the coach tells them to play. That's the thing, you know, like, like, Norm, Bones, whoever it is, will get the minutes they get because Ty Lu will be, like, get, get your ass in the game. You know what I'm saying? And it's, yeah. like, we do have fit issues, um, but amongst all else, I mean, it, what it comes down to is Tyloo. Like, he really has to manage this team in a way that he's never had to. He's always had a dominant guy that he was coaching. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he coached LeBron, it was LeBron. The hierarchy was LeBron and nobody else. You know, mm-hmm. and, and with two and three, there hasn't been any stability, so it's even hard to establish a hierarchy.
0: I I'm under the camp that though, like the Russ the, the like the fit, right? We're we're talking about the fit. Russ being in the starting lineup is a thing that they're gonna have to experiment with, though. Like they're gonna have to. There's gonna be growing pains. I knew there was gonna be growing pains, and whatever they decide on how to fix that it's going to probably going to take five to six games or something like that. I'm not going to look at one game of a sample size and just totally give up on the idea, but yeah, the fit doesn't look great, especially after one game. So I'm thinking, all right. So you take Russ out of the lineup. Who would you put in currently? I mean, um, Terrence is not back right Yeah so.
1: Terrence is not back I Personally I think I would go Bones But even then it's kind of like a small backcourt But you could also play him like You know Pat Bev was small when um, When um, Harden played with him and Harden mm-hmm. was playing The two guard but Harden carried the ball like he was the Point guard right? you know what I'm saying So that's a real possibility Um, at, at, For me As long as we can keep Like Russ and Bones on the opposite side Because like you know defensively it's just kind of like but even then, Norman Russ is
0: <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want to defend Ty, and I'm not going to necessarily, but us as fans, we want our team playing our best players. And that this kind of leads me to the roster construction, is he's technically playing our best players. <clears throat> they're they're all just six forward and smaller. So we have a ton of guards, and that's just the way the roster is constructed. If you don't want Ty making three guard lineups or playing small ball five all the time, then give them a roster with bigger people. Like, <laughs> like I I feel like you make the Harden trade, then you should have already been working out something to get us a, a backup four. Like, yeah, Kawhi is a good four. I actually like Kawhi at the four, but one of the main roster construction issues is like the PJ Tucker thing, like. I don't mind that PJ Tucker was in the trade as a throw in, but we don't have to play the guy. And I actually think it's going to be a lot harder in the locker room for him to expect minutes because he's getting them and then eventually take them away. Now, if he just showed up to the team and we just straight up didn't play the guy, then that's just the way things are. You know, he's a 39 year old, something he, I, 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 I'm assuming he would recognize that. He's basically a retired guy who's still getting paid $11 million a year. Like, you would think he might recognize that, but obviously he probably doesn't. And if Ty plays him, then it but like who else is Ty to play? I guess it would be Kobe Brown or Musa. And I and I I'm also in the camp that if, if someone's gonna get you a minus 12, I'd rather have it be those two guys than P. J. Tucker. I don't even know if PJ Tucker got a minus 12 today, but I'm assuming that's gonna be a common stat line for him. So it is. It's like it's on tie, but it's a little bit of call A, call B for me. It's just like if you don't want tie playing certain players, then don't put certain players on the team.
1: I I mean I do agree with that. That was like you know going back to like older older episodes. I was saying like yeah, we got to like dummy proof the roster. You know how I was saying that like you have to take right. away the ability for him to play Morris. You have to take away the ability for him to play these certain guys and like you know looking at the box score like i'm 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 checking it out and like you know harden on the box score was a negative 18 i'm pretty sure that came from when he was out there golo you yeah. know what i'm saying that that stretch where he was out there by himself like i i just don't really understand the approach like you know tylus a championship coach you know like mm-hmm. i which he's won a title i'm not saying currently but he's won a title and like he knows more than me he knows he knows more basketball than me so, from what I can, see, from what, what what I was watching, though, you know, we have always lacked this. And it's not just a now thing. We lack tremendous athleticism. And we always have. We've lacked it for years.
0: Right.
1: You know? And, um, like, Rocco and Batum are not giving us the athleticism. So, like, that's not even a question. You know, it's we really lack an athletic big man that can jump. I mean, Mitchell Robinson completely dominated Zubat's. Like I, the, the parts that's like not understood. Zubat's got five turnovers tonight. Um, yeah. We don't have a vertical jumping big to play against these big men that are vertical jumping. You know, like for instance, Friday we play the Mavericks and Derek Lively, you know, and who knows what Derek Lively's going to do, you know what I'm saying, to, to Zubats because he plays mm. above the rim. It yeah. really affects us to not have a center that is laterally quick that can vertically jump. Like it's 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 really important, especially to a team like this that now has mm-hmm. James Harden mm-hmm. that's real pick and roll reliant. You know, easy easy buckets come from lobs and like it's just stuff like that to me that's like alarming. But like you said, PJ Tucker not being able to play Moose I mean uh, Musa got minutes tonight which was tough minutes but it's not even his fault. And then right. Plum Plumley the biggest thing was Plumley going down. And that's at least a month, you know what I'm saying? Like it's
0: it's, it, and that's being optimistic, right? Like yeah, yeah. This could be a season-ending thing. It could be one of those things where we get Mason back. Like I don't know, in March or something, you know? Like
1: yeah, yeah. Six uh, weeks, right? Like uh-huh. that's six weeks for a knee sprain, and then like that's that's being generous considering they told us it was a knee sprain for Kawhi when it ended up being ACL. You know, you don't know until no, tomorrow. Oh,
0: like, he, he could have hyperextended it. He could have tore it. It could just be in the spring. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be some time missed. And my my one of my biggest things is, like, knowing the Clippers, they're going to try their best to b- put a bandage on the situation instead of trying to go fix it immediately. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we go a week or two before we sign somebody. my thing
1: is like what could they do like what play musa and kobe like
0: and they might be forced to and then maybe we find out something works with that you know what i mean like but yeah to me the the biggest x factor is this idea of pj tucker it's just like he doesn't have to play (laughs) you know what i mean that's where i think ty is in the wrong there And I understand, like, I don't know, maybe there's some locker room stuff where, like, you know, he came with Harden. He's one of Harden's guys. You know, we we brought him over, too. That means we have to, you know, show him some love as well. But he's a 39-year-old dude. Like, he does not need to be on the court. (laughs) And, And now that Mason Plumlee's done... Yeah, we do need to get some significant size, and that might be Winnie Gabriel, that might be Norlin's Noel, that might be who I don't know who it is. But I was looking at the wings on the free agent market recently, and I was like, "Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of these guys are going to make a difference. Like, I don't know if Ty would play any of these guys above P.J. Tucker. And a lot of the Clippers' issues right now, you saw them in the Laker game too. It's just... We have a handful. It's 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 one of those things like last year, because I, I feel like we're going to sound hypocritical, but last year we were like, we have too much depth and it's just not enough. You know, we have too many guys who have roles and stuff like that, but like we need somebody to step up for Kawhi and Paul George, especially when they're hurt. So we decided to consolidate and we got harden. So now we got the thing that we want, but it, we're still kind of back into this now, like, now, like going back to the Laker game, it's just like, we still need a little bit of column A, column B, though. Like we still need, like, all right, we 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 have a bunch of guards, but we need to bring in some size. Then, like, you need to complement the Harden trade with a little bit of size. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you need to see that trade happen, and then complement it. And that's whether that's signing when Gabriel. Like today, they signed Josh Primo to to an NBA contract. You know, and it's like sure. Whatever you know, that was before the Plumley injury, but now that Plumley's hurt, it's like, oh, well, now we for sure need to get another center. And like, I could totally see this team just like sitting on their hands for a couple weeks. And then we're going to go into the in season tournament. We're going to play tough competition. And Zoo can't play 30 something minutes a night. And to be honest with you, I know a lot of people like Zoo. He played 30 minutes tonight zoo is not a center in this NBA that should be playing 30 something minutes a night. <clears throat> like when he first got that Harden pass today and he didn't take it up strong. I, I was just like, man, like he's already like not started on the right foot with this whole Harden thing. Now this is just game one. We probably sound like we're overreacting. We're probably sound like we're underreacting to some things. We're probably reacting moderately to something. I don't know. But like you said, like we need a more athletic center, but we also need to address the fact that like, when we put our bench in, it's just another four or five guards that we're putting in. And when we do play Paul, George and quiet, they're technically guards too. Like we have four hall of fame guards on our team, but we don't, we don't, we can't say the same thing for other positions. And so, yeah. (laughs) I mean,
1: I mean, we, we go and we look and, and, we have a lot of redundancy. We've had the same redundancy with guards before and after the trade was made. Um the only there's only one way to solve it. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna have to move Norm Powell uh his contract off. Or I mean, if that's not a if that's not an answer, then it's gonna have to be Russ to be because he's on a minimum deal, you know what I'm saying? Like right. And they just exercise the options on bones, and he's the youngest out of both of them. Like that's like the most logical thing i think that they would think and i also think you're right i also think lac would clearly um try to bandage this situation you know uh, immediately type thing like they're they're gonna be like oh you know what we got musa and kobe and we'll figure it out for now or we'll just give pj tucker like a load of minutes and we can go small we do a small shift you know small ball shift which is just realistically not serious and for tylu to do this thing where a 10 15 game little you know little test run or whatever i mean it's not even a realistic 10 or 15 game run mason's out so when mason comes back mm-hmm. you know you know what i'm saying like it's just not realistic I, I i'm more upset honestly with with the coaching but like it's everything so if like we wake up we can't go into the next what Two games, three games without a backup center. You know, I love Musa. Like I've met him, he's great. Um mm-hmm. stylistically, basketball wise, they need to go out for a center, you know, that, that can help them. Preferably a lob threat, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let let's kind of dig deeper into the Russ thing. And high twenty twenty. If I'm Lawrence Frank. You bring in Russell Westbrook, and we all know why he brought in Russell Westbrook. It was simply because they weren't 100% confident that they would get hearted, So they needed to bring another point guard in. And the rust thing does work with 2 and 3 a little bit. I'm not going to pretend that I thought the fit was good today, but I'm also not going to absolutely give up on the fit because it's just game one yeah maybe they could they're like all right let's make some adjustments maybe Harden should have the ball in his hand more maybe Russ should just be a slasher maybe Russ needs to be the first sub out and he plays with the second unit stuff like that you know like mm-hmm. maybe they'll make adjustments so i'm not going to sit here and just absolutely like shit on look Russ look on it yeah 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 but i agree at, i agree but at the same time it, it 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 does seem like one of those things where it's like you know, the Clippers finally caught the car. <laughs> they got hardened maybe too late. Mm-hmm. And I I'm on the camp of like, you know, we shouldn't cater to a minimum guy either, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I think Russ is a PG guy and PG's one of the main guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think they're going to try to make it work with all four of them. And maybe after this 10 game sample size, which I don't, I'll have to believe it when I see it, but, maybe Russ does come off the bench and Russ just, you know, they have a real serious conversation with Russ and just say, Hey, you're a minimum guy. We love you on this team. We want you to be part of it. I do. There's a role for you on this team and that's what you are. You are a role player. Obviously they're not going to say that to him, but you know what I mean? Like there's gotta be a way for Russ to understand. That's what he is on this team. He's just a role player. Yeah. And role players should be able to be switching in and out of starting lineups. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, you look at the box score today, you would think that Russ had a great game or a decent game, you know, kept the Senate type thing, uh, while PG had the stinker, which he did. I mean, PG had a, a real tough game. Like, he couldn't make a shot to save his life. You could tell that this whole situation has put a hesitancy on him, you know, or or not even a hesitancy more. I just want to say, like, he just he's a rhythm player, so he has to find his rhythm in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, yeah, and, and I just think that, like, whether they cater to Russ or not, I mean, he is a Hall of Famer, all-time guard. Uh, Literally, he's, like, one of the best 75 players to ever do it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: There has to be real dialogue, you know, and it sucks that I'm sure coming into this season he wasn't expecting a big sacrificial load like he's about to, you know, endure because they – you're not gonna make PG or Kawhi sacrifice anything, you know. I, I'm sorry, yeah. like if if anything, the sacrifice is coming down to Russ and James. You know, you, you, I mean, for sure, yeah. you're damn sure not letting Kawhi sacrifice anything. You know what I'm saying, like no. at all. No. Um, we go into the situation now, and I don't know if if you guys are listening and someone can correct me. Like, I believe they took a little time on Westbrook to resign, right? Like a couple of days, because Harden announced that he was gonna be a Clipper first. I, I believe that's what happened.
0: It was either a couple of days or it was like, because you know, like when free agency starts, things start at like 1 PM one day. And yeah. stuff. so like, to be honest, like it could have been 24 hours after, but it also could have been three days after. Yeah. I, I think they signed him free agency started. Like you could start negotiating contracts, but I think they signed Russ on the day where you could legitimately sign signed. your players. Yeah. I think that's when Russ signed.
1: And I think by then already, the Harden news came out that he wanted to be in L.A. Like, I believe that. Yeah.
0: It was like a week, a week and a half old already. Yeah. So
1: from what they were probably talking, you know, obviously, Lawrence Frank can't wait on Harden for the Harden deal to be done. You know what I'm saying? He has to move. Right. And so I'm sure he didn't even have like an inch of thought that like, oh, man, you know, um, we'll figure it out. But at the end of the day, the way they probably think of it, it like business wise, like, oh, yeah, well, we have Russ on a minimum you know, mm-hmm. it's not like he's cap cap holding like the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? He's on a men deal. He, yeah. All, with all that being said, I, I, there is some positive stuff I saw. Like basically he ran like a small, small pick and roll. And then he was the one like diving to the basket and hitting the corners, like little mm-hmm. short roll in the paint. Um, That's like a positive all the way. It reminds me a lot of Bruce Brown. Um, He did it better than Zubats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 I just – I'm just weary, though, of just having him take the ball handling responsibilities away from James Harden, you know, like away yeah. from Kawhi, away from PG. We have a lot of isolation scoring, and we kind of showed tonight. Um, it's best if, you know, the guys that can, are efficient shooters shoot the ball. You know, Russ is isn't the most efficient player, but, you know, what he makes up – he makes up for that, like, in strength and speed – you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he has a pretty high IQ too. Like nobody can, nobody on our team can run a break like as quick as Russell Westbrook. So, yeah. I just I think they got to find the right just rotation for him, the right one where he where he can succeed. I love to see him and Terrence together. Yeah, you know him, Terrence, and he, with P or Kawhi, I think would be great. You know, like that's mm-hmm. I don't think they could lose there.
0: I remember last year too. Uh, the combination of Russ, Bones, and Terrence with the second unit was really good. Yeah, they got in transition. Yeah, they at moments would, uh, you know, overcommit on defensively and you know, give up a play or something like that. But, like, for the most part, like they were able to get in transition. You know, Bones and Terrence could stretch the court a little bit. You know, you took the ball out of both their hands, put it in Russ. You know, it was a little bit more like. We we could he is turnover prone, but so is Bones. Let's be real about it. You know, so it's it's just one of those things where it's like I do think like if they have to do the hey, you're a Hall of Famer, we're gonna respect that starting lineup with him, Rush should be the first sub off the bench. Right. And and then you could put Russ with the second unit and then eventually start staggering some of the other guys in. And then if you want to end the second half with Russ with the starting lineup, go for it. But it yeah like it's one of those things where it's like it can work but it just didn't really look that good today um and we'll have to see like yeah I think the offense certainly needs Harden like Harden needs to be running the offense like it's it's clear and when he did when there was moments where like the Clippers had absolutely nothing going for him it was James Harden who was able to get in the paint and take a little midi it was it was James Harden who's able to find somebody, you know, and like James Harden had a couple turnovers too, but it, it, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, it didn't look pretty today. I think if we snuck out with a win, we'd all feel a little different about it. we was like, oh yeah, we played bad, but you know, we're four, you know, we're, we're four and two or whatever, you know, let's move on to the next one. Hopefully it gets better. Right. I think going to three and three, it's like, oh, okay, well, do we want to go three and four? Do we want to start the James Harden era? Oh, and two. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know if Ty Lu's on the hot seat or not, but he certainly does need a coach like he is. <laughs> and right. because if if we go into this in season tournament and look like absolute trash in it, that's 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 a national spotlight on the Clippers that I don't think they want. You know? Yeah, the, yeah, I agree. If we if we if we go out on that blue court and look like absolute garbage. Steve Ballmer and Lawrence Rinker are gonna to have to do something about it, but at the same time, like from I, I, I do put a lot of fault on Ty for some of his rotations and his staggering and uh, on things of that nature. But there, there does get to a certain point with the roster. I do feel where it's just like there's a reason why Ty is playing PJ Tucker. It's because there's not another alternative. And the other ato- alternative is a rookie or a second year player of Musa. And I'm sure Ty doesn't feel like he's seen enough from either one of them to play. Right. You know, and so I do feel like it's on Lawrence Frank then to provide Ty with the alternative. Like, yeah, if you want to keep the roster all the way deep to the point where you do still have bones and you have norm, sure. But then, especially with Mason Plumley out, Lawrence Frank needs to get Ty some reinforcements. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, and if Ty doesn't play those reinforcements, then all right, yeah, let's let's start considering really moving on from Ty, right? Like it's we've all we were saying all last year, you know, the whole Morris thing. It's it's a little bit of Ty, it's a little bit of Morris. We got rid of the Morris issue. We now gave him a Harden thing that's a gift that's not an issue that's a gift and I think that's what the Clippers need to look at the situation like James Harden's a gift to this team and we we shouldn't be trying to figure out like I said going back to the James Harden thing it's not about trying to have him fit the system he is the system and that doesn't mean he's the best player and the team should operate around James it's what I'm saying is the team operates around Kawhi Paul George and James Harden and we shouldn't, yeah, be compli- we shouldn't be complimenting minimum players and norm and stuff like that. Like maybe Lawrence Frank has, uh, is like, oh, you know, I'm waiting for December 15th or January for some of these contracts to be available. And then I'm shipping norm right away. Then cool. That's great. But then go out there. You have a roster spot, go out there and try to get some reinforcements to help the fact that we shouldn't have PJ Tucker. He only played 11 minutes tonight, but it felt like he played 48. you know what i mean like pj tucker should not be seeing the floor like you should be giving pj tucker minutes to be a pest on defense or to add a spark sometime you know what i mean but you shouldn't be playing
1: i mean i mean brian you know you look at you look at all the teams around the league that have two stars or top heavy talent you know um people make fun of the mavericks so much right but they're six and one you know what i'm saying And, and 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 they and they really like i mean they have one of the it's probably the top five players in the league, uh, but with that being said, like they have like Tim Hardaway Jr., Derek Jones, um, what's that guy, Grant Williams? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's his face, Josh Green, Dwight Powell, uh, Jaden Hardy, I think his name is, right? The guy from mm-hmm. the G League Ignite. Like, does that equal to Norman Powell and Bones Highland and PJ Tucker? And Kobe mm-hmm. Brown, and you, you, you kind of get, you got kind of get me where I'm saying, what I'm going with this, right? Like, hey. like the Celtics, Sam Hauser, Luke Cornett, Peyton mm-hmm. Pritchard, and they're super top heavy. They're pretty much a big four. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're like a legit big four, like guys under contract, all that, and um, they don't have like this crazy depth issue, like depth thing. Like they play that guy Lamar Stevens from Cleveland last year, I think. Uh, I just, I just be like. You know it's obviously a fit thing that's the where that's where our issue is it's a fit thing it's up to the coach to make it fit it's up to him yeah it's up to him bro he 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 needs to make it work like if tim hardaway jr i think i saw i have a pretty good friend he's a mavericks fan he's from dallas and he tells me like tim hardaway gets like 20 shots a night
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what i'm saying and so twenty for Luca, twenty for Kyrie, and twenty for for Hardaway Jr. You get me. Right, right. That should be Harden. That should be Kawhi, and that should be PG. Yeah, you know what enough I'm saying. Said, like it's it, it, enough said. Really, like it's Porzingis, Brown, and Tatum, and then Drew Holiday. Like it just all switches off. Like
0: right.
1: I don't, I don't know where what we're doing really like with with complementing like you said. Oh, we gotta find a way to fit Norm. We gotta no, they gotta fit the guys.
0: Yeah, and if that means Norm plays less or Bones plays less, and I know a lot of people don't want Bones to play less, but like pick one and rock with them. <laughs> you know exactly, what I mean? like, exactly. Like and and if one night Norm doesn't look like he has it together, then you play Bones the majority exactly. of the second half. You know what I mean? Like pick one and rock with them. They shouldn't necessarily have to play together. You know, but like one makes $18 million and the other one is the better player in Bones, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like like, Bones just does more, you know? Like I know like Norm might score better and he probably has a, a better track record and you could probably look at the analytics or something. But Bones on the court plays with a certain amount of energy that you do need from your second unit. Norm has starter energy in the second unit. Mm-hmm. you know he has half court energy and we don't need that in the second unit
1: but mm-hmm. no, i i i just think i mean you know obviously there's politics when it comes to norman and people getting paid and how much they should play because they get paid you know once you sit a guy obviously like their value tanks yeah. um but i mean even then like we traded marcus morris for james harden you know what i'm yeah. saying so there's just more effective ways to use these guys. Norm, I mean, Norm was a corner guy. Like, you know, the, you know they call like hoopers. They call it corner men. You know what I'm saying? Stand in the corner and wait for a shot. That's how it was in Toronto. Yeah, you know? and, and, Until they give him a bigger role when he went to the Blazers.
0: And I was watching the game on my phone earlier. So, like, sometimes I don't like to text too much when I'm on my phone watching the game on my phone. But, like, there was a, pro- there was a point in the game today where I was like, can Norm just accept that he should just be a catch-and-shoot guy? Like, once, right. if, if Norm could recognize that that's what he should be for this team, then I I honestly think, like, he would be, you know, like, you know, Kyle Korver, right? No one expected Kyle Korver to do anything but catch and shoot a three. Like, right. if Norm could just be like, hey, I'm going to be a catch and shoot guy. Uh, none of this extra stuff they don't necessarily need me to do. I think then we've defined as role. But then you're paying $18 million to a guy who's just going to catch and shoot threes. and. Yeah. The thing with bones, on the other hand, is if we are staggering Russ and Harden, then yeah, Bones is probably not going to have too 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 much hand ball handling duties, and that's what kind of he went into the season expecting to have ball handling duties. So he might take some time to adjust as well. But I don't know. It's just it's just like one of those it's just one of those things where I'm like, I really do think Lawrence Frank should have looked at. Marginal reinforcements. Even if it was just signing someone off free agency to be like, all right, we got James Harden. We traded four power forwards away. We brought in another one real quick. Even if he doesn't play, even if they, even if Ty decides to play, play PJ Tucker, but this guy at least he's on the roster and he's at training camp or he's at that mini training camp. He's practicing with the guys, and then eventually if we need to throw him in the game, he's ready to go. Now we're in the middle of a road trip without Mason Plumlee trying to figure this out on the fly. And it's because what we wanted to sign Josh Primo, like I kind of got the Josh Primo thing a little bit, but then I also don't at the same time. I think they wanted to lock in a lottery guy for our team, but there's not really minutes for him, there's not minutes for Xavier moon either, so it's just one it's just like, yeah, like I don't know, but i I wouldn't be surprised in the next twenty four hours we Sign somebody to take a Mason Plumlee spot, but I also want to be surprised in 24 days we still don't have anybody, and we're going into December like just sitting on our hands. And this I've seen teams put together worse than this manage to win games. So I don't want to put uh, like an absolute stock in what's going on with our ninth or tenth roster spot, but today it was pretty evident. Once, like Mason Plumlee got hurt, that this team did not know how to recover from that. So, uh, yeah, I, I
1: mean, I mean, I'm looking at how Jake Fisher, like the dude from Yahoo. He just released like a whole thing talking about how Ty Lu envisions James Harden as the second unit maestro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is this is this is like Ty. That's. I've defended Tyloo for years. You guys mm-hmm. have heard me on this podcast defend him. You know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. is it. This is it. Enough of this like Doc River stuff. You know this is this is what Doc was doing with with James last year. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Making him kind of like pass first, putting him on with the bench guys, trying to get them easy shots. Enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's clearly a little extra. I, bro, I have no words.
0: Like, I have no words for that. Yeah, I'm, uh yeah, to throw, to throw that back out there. Because, like, yeah, James Harden didn't take a shot in the entire first quarter. Like, James Harden set up this team, in my opinion, in the first quarter to have Paul George get in rhythm. You know, right. James Harden wasn't taking the shots. Right, right,
1: right.
0: Russ was, <laughs> you know, but James Harden wasn't. And then, yeah, he went in with the second unit, and I was like, oh, maybe Ty just wants to see how it looks. You know, it's the first game. But like, yeah, like it should be Russ with the second unit. Yeah, we I just, have we was, have enough offensive flat pl- we have enough offensive firepower with Norm and Bones out there. And if they're if they're cold, then they're cold, right? That's just the way that the second unit works. But we don't need James Harden out there with them.
1: i just be like, really, what is the point for them to even like I, I feel like Tyloo is the only coach in history that would do something like this. Like when, when Steve Nash had these guys, this is Steve Nash, he's a terrible coach. When Steve Nash had Harden, Kyrie, and KD, he was just out here being a world beater for the time that he had them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No coaching needed. Let these guys go hoop, and they hooped. I think they lost, like, three games. Three to six mm-hmm. games, I think, was, like, their record that they lost.
0: Right.
1: I, I just, bro, I am at a loss for words. Like, this season is now lies on the coach more than it does the players. Because if the coach can't put us in, in a way to succeed, then none of this matters. None James Harden, getting James Harden doesn't matter. Getting whatever they else they get doesn't matter. The coaching will let them down.
0: Let me ask you this then. Yeah, uh, December thirty first, the end of this this year. Tyloo still the coach. Oof. So
1: if you guys heard me earlier in the in you know in the summertime when out when the schedule came out and you know we were all talking and it was like. What is our record gonna look like? And I was joking, like, oh, we're gonna lose our first game. You know, and I was like, Oh, we're gonna go six and four, though. That's where I stood. Mm. Um, I'm still staying there. Anything, anything really dude, there's zero there is zero way he has to be like a top three seed. There's zero way. Uh he's on the hot seat to me. I mean, for for the team to be desperate to go after Harden and you know basically oust all the all the contracts that we had all the expiring deals and go in on this move Mm -hmm. i don't think there's space for any more you know what i'm saying any any more leeway any more like i I don't know how to explain it like any more like patience um the way they could do it is like they'd be like oh we're gonna fire tyloo we're gonna promote dan craig to to you know like head coach and then we're gonna blame it on the coach at the end of the year
0: L- let me let me ask you. And this, this
1: is all reactionary to one game too. This is all reactionary to one game. So for everybody, listening. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We're th- we could be changing our tune after Brooklyn, right? So like it's, I think I think for for the sake that this is coming out on Monday and this is a Monday pod, right? L- let me let me because I feel like we both agree with each other. You're coming more from a Tyloo side. I'm I'm coming from more of a Lawrence Frank side. It's like. Both of uh, both of us agree that Tyloo's an issue, and both of us I think agree that Lawrence Frank has somewhat of an issue here. <laughs> but uh, if the Clippers front office though does not give Tyloo a backup center for the next month or so and then fire him, that's a little messed up, right?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say yeah. You know, I'm gonna say they gotta be fair to him. Granted, last year was completely unserious, but mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't really ask the coach injury prone, you know. Things that going on on the team, like he has to coach that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He he came here to coach whoever PG and Kawhi. So it's just the hands that was dealt to him. People yeah. have been fired for less. How about that? People have been fired. Yeah, for they
0: less. have. And Ty Lu, you have four uh, future Hall of Famers on your team. There should be no excuses. It shouldn't be about who's the backup center is you should just be able to make it work. Hell, the Houston Rockets made a playoff run without a center once before. So <laughs> so uh I do think the team and the I do, do I do think the te- the front office does need to make some calls this week, even if it's a temporary move. Like you're just you're eventually going to trade the guy at the trade deadline or you know you're just going to cut him out right or something like that. But you know, this is where you're like you could if you, if your team wants to experiment, experiment, like get winning Gabriel take a shot on a young guy, get Kai Jones, you know, just like, all right, you know, maybe getting Kai Jones was a bad idea before, but now you don't have Mason Plumley. Like why not try it? You know what I mean? So I, 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 I don't know, but at the same time, like we can't be playing PJ Tucker. You got to learn how to stagger Russ and James Harden a little bit better. You got to, you got, and you also like, you got to get your guys like PG and rhythm and stuff. And then that's on the coach too. Like, Ty Lue, like, if you see PG out of rhythm, you got to try to get him in rhythm. Like, you got to go to James Harden or Russ, whoever's handling the ball, (laughs) and just be like, we got to get Paul in rhythm right now. We need to get him, like, get him in a spot where he could get the ball in the basket, you know, get him to the line so he can see the ball go through, you know, stuff like that. Like, Kawhi, no matter how well he's playing, I always feel like he's always in the game. He's always zoned into the game. You know, he could go 0 for 10, but I'm not worried about his next shot. You know what I mean? Whereas Paul George, I feel like there is a rhythm there that he needs. He does need to, like. Establish. Be established. Right. Yeah. So and then Russ, he's just, you know, he's he's his own chaos agent. And then James Harden is just methodical. You know what I mean? Like he also himself needs to be in rhythm a little bit. But like I said, he is his own system. Or that's what he said, I mean. I but like it's you know, like like I said, I've seen teams with worse rosters constructed with a top heavy team make still win games and win games comfortably. And I still yeah. expect that from our team. Like we should we should go to Brooklyn and win without Mason Plumley. We shouldn't the season shouldn't be ruined by losing Mason Plumley, right?
1: <laughs> like, right. No, yeah. If that's the case, then you have something crazy on your hands.
0: Yeah, so like James Harden gets another game under his wings. You know, Paul George needs to get in rhythm, Kawhi needs to get to his spots, and Ty needs to figure out the Rust thing. Like, yeah, it's like it's not on Russ, in my opinion. Ty needs to figure out the Rust thing. And if you want if you if you want them all to play together, then figure that out. <laughs> you know what I mean? If not, someone needs to have a serious conversation with Russell Westbrook and just say, hey, we mean no disrespect. But we think you'd be better with the second unit, and maybe you could fade that. You could fade it where it's like he's starting, but he comes out early, and then eventually fade him full time starting. Because like I'll be honest with you, I don't know if Ty. I don't know if like putting Terrence Man in the starting lineup instead of Russ is going to absolutely fix things either. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like so, at least Russ will not hesitate he doesn't always make the right yeah, call
1: i hear that i hear that I you hear know that.
0: what i mean so like i also think ty i think this the second unit needs terrence man more than it needs russ uh, in it i i, I think the second unit really needs terrence man in it so hopefully we, get Ter- uh, hopefully we get terrence back get soon.
1: yeah no i i agree like for the record you know like I spoke to multiple people on different NBA teams, like even execs. You know what I'm saying? Like I've spoke to a couple of people that Western Conference people, like um, they don't think it's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. So like, and I I'm like, yeah, y'all bugging. You know, I'm gonna sure we're we're gonna show you guys. But I've spoken to multiple people, different teams, and they they think we're cooked.
0: Do they so, think it's cooked because of Russ or do yeah? They think because it's of the,
1: because of Russ because of Russ, like straight up off the top like like and i'm putting my faith for the you know to rest for us to show them wrong you know what i'm saying like i (laughs) i I believe he could do it i really do you don't become a high iq all-time level player without like being smart and being you know knowing what to do like (laughs) you just don't i don't i
0: i have a lot of faith in this team that they have the self-awareness to recognize what what's best for the team
1: yeah no i agree i mean I'm telling you, like, people from all over, like, teams all over, a couple Western guys, a couple guys in the Eastern Conference, just, like, people I've met throughout these last, like, three years, and they're just like, yeah, there's no way this this works. There's one person that they're just kind of like, um, honestly, I have no idea where to put you guys. Like, anything could happen.
0: Tell me something, though, today, outside of James Harden, that you liked what you saw.
1: Oh, man, I, I do like um, – like, I – Well, personally, I feel like PG and Kawhi, I mean, despite the bad shooting game from PG, like, they're just playing, bro. They're active. They're playing. Mm -hmm. No excuses. I'm not hearing about no bumps. Last year, we were hearing something after every game. I feel like we were always hearing something about an injury, an injury update, some type of management. Mm -hmm. This year, it just seems like, oh, we're just going to play, bro. Yeah, It's go time. It's go time. It's time to hoop. You know, and I, I, I think that that carries above all else. Um, that's about it, though. I mean, I'm happy that the two guys, if because I am expecting them to resign, if you know if we resign them, that we're resigning them on the right foot.
0: Yeah, I. Going going back to that too is like Paul George and Kawhi did get some good shots up there. They just didn't go in. They just had a bad shooting night. Like the in the first quarter, things looked pretty okay. Like yeah, the rust stuff kind of didn't look pretty, but like you know, Paul George was taking good shots, Kawhi was taking good shots. They did take a quite a few shots, like in transition, you know, and they looked a little forced at times. But I do think they got, I do think Paul George and Kawhi even a little bit. I know Kawhi doesn't show too much emotion, but it did look like they got a little bit on the we're excited to have James Harden playing with us and then they kind of forced some things a little bit like but it wasn't like they were bad shots it's just like uh oh, they probably couldn't have like you know set up a play or something or set up a motion or something like that uh but yeah and then like we we even when like we were playing bad we felt like we were in control of the game until Plumley got hurt and so you know I'll I'll chalk that up to uh I'll chalk that up to like you know it's an in-game injury You're not quite sure what to do. You don't want to necessarily play Zoo for the rest of the game either. So I'll chalk that up to, like, something that happened in the moment and we couldn't adjust to it. Right. But we know for a fact we don't have Mason Plumlee playing for the at least the rest of this week, I'm sure, for much longer. So Tyler needs to make that adjustment. Like, this is why we pay him. This is why he's the coach of this team. And I'll give him some leeway for a bad coach fourth quarter. And then I will hopefully, he hopefully he's good for this next game.
1: Yeah. Like you get your props when you do good and you, you know, you get cooked when you do bad. Yeah, like absolutely. it's fair, right? Like it's yeah. fair. Like if he comes in this Brooklyn game and everything's looking great, floppy action, pistol action, everything's going nasty. Cool. And if we're out here doing the same thing, struggling offense looks rough, etc., then it's on him. You know,
0: like things look stuck during the Lakers game and things look stuck during the Knicks game, too.
1: So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, look, PG and Kawhi, no Harden. It looks stuck. They couldn't, they didn't know where to go in the third quarter. When the Lakers started coming back, they yeah. didn't know what was happening. Now we got Harden, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Things look the same way. Mm. Yeah. There's a common denominator, though. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. we're, we're we're back we're back at it though. We're like we can keep doing this forever, so it's just it's really you're gonna get your props when you get your props, and you're gonna get cooked when you get cooked. It's really that easy.
0: I I do think with the in season tournament coming, I, I'm not I don't want to put so, a lot of weight on it, but the Clippers in the past could get away with not necessarily having to win every November December game. Yeah, but we do have November December games that matter. You know, like. Players get get paid to win that tournament and coaches get paid to win that tournament. And it's an accolade, regardless of how silly some people think it is, it's an accolade regardless. And it would be really nice for the Clippers to get that accolade, you know? And I think if you show up to this group stage and go two and two, then, you know, it's one thing to go three and one and then you missed out on the wild card because somebody else got three and one, right? We lose to the Nuggets, which is fair. And then someone else went three and one, and whatever reason the type I don't know how the tiebreaker works hundred percent. I haven't read about it in a while and the clippers was out, then that's one thing right but if we're going like two and two, one and three in the in the uh group stage, then that that's putting an emphasis on a few games instead of trying to look at it from a bigger picture. but we've been trying to bigger picture this thing for three years now, and sometimes we just need to focus on what's in front of us. And so Ty needs to go into Brooklyn and he needs to kind of write this shit. And I do, I do think there's ways to cater to the egos. I don't think there's a ton of egos. I just think there's a lot of players on the team that are proud of themselves, right? But there's a way to cater to that, but also do what's best to win a game. I agree. And so it's like, all right, we tried James Harden, and you want James Harden to play with the with the bench players, and that's fine. Try it if you want, but that doesn't mean you have to do it in the third quarter. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah. You want you want to try it in the first quarter? You saw it, you looked at it, cool. That didn't work. Maybe have Russ do it in the third quarter. You know, like switch it up and try to look at things and like you know what? Ex- put Kobe Brown and Moose in the game instead of PJ Tucker. Like you know, PJ Tucker is gonna is gonna play, so I'm not gonna I'm, whatever, right? But try it. Like, I guess I just and you know what we've been saying for weeks now. We just want the Clippers to try something. I guess now we're looking at Ty and say we want you to try something too. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah, I
1: mean uh, this is on all fronts. Like yeah. we want two and three to be healthy. We want them to try to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? We want we want James Harden. We want or not even James. We want them to make a move because what we had was not enough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, we just want them to have solutions because it's been tough. It's 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 really been rough. I mean, you, the game, the the in season tournament game you're talking about, it still counts towards the regular season and it still has tiebreaker implications. Yeah, and guess what? If the Mavericks win their next game. They're seven and one or eight and one, something like that. And then if they beat us, they're nine and one. And guess what? We are three and five or four and four. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all that is possible. So it's like, at, at some point, these guys will start separating themselves in the seeding. And the way it's looking, Nuggets, Mavericks, that's just the way. And Golden State, Golden State, I think only has two losses in on the year. Yeah. So it's t- it's time to get it's time to get serious. They gotta take care of these games. Granted, their season started today. They didn't have no training camp. They still need time. That's cool. But mm, you know, if something didn't work in this game, all right, you can't try it the next game. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta move on from it.
0: Well, you know what? It's one thing to loosen a Knicks. It's the one thing to loosen a Knicks by pulling your starters with four minutes left. oh, something... don't even you know,
1: don't even start that. I was like, oh, bro, I was yeah. pissed. I was no, pissed. no.
0: I, I absolutely get it, and it's 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 one of those things too. It's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because like if Ta- Kwai like hurt himself in those final four minutes when we were clearly not going to win that game, then a lot of people would have pointed fingers at Ty for that too, right? So, it's one of those things though, like. Getting James Harden shouldn't make your team worse. So that's on (laughs) Ty. You know what I mean? Like, Ty, you need to figure that out. And then B, regardless of what's going on, the talent alone should beat the Knicks. Let's just just be real about it. Like, these are games that we're going to look back at the end of the year and be like, man, if we just won that game or, you know, like our team talent alone should beat the Nets. Yeah. Our team talent alone should beat the Grizzlies when James Harden has his first game at home. Yeah, Like we shouldn't be losing these games. We understand if if there was a close one or whatever, but all right, we had our first game. Tyler's going to watch film. I do think he's a hardworking coach. I think he's going to stay up late and he's going to see what worked and what didn't work. But I do want to see him, you know, give himself that feedback and then execute that feedback. You know what I mean? Like he's going to watch film. He's going to see what he did wrong. And then how about he tries changing that? And I think for the last season and a half or so, we've, we've kind of felt like Ty could acknowledge his issues, but he doesn't work to change his issues. And I think that's a frustrating thing as a fan. Before
1: this, before getting, before getting hardened, you know what I'm saying? We lost to the jazz. Mm-hmm. And they have like one win on the year, I think. One or two wins. Yeah, I think it's and you know, and we lost to the Lakers. So either way, yeah. like I told you guys, you know, we're gonna flame out with or without. Don't matter. Yeah. So might as well, might as well go out punching. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or and it's funny because I'm being super pessimistic night one, but I've never felt like this about Tyloo until tonight <laughs> until well, tonight my no,
0: I'm I'm my, my frustrating thing more so is that i feel like we wasted hardens first game
1: oh but, yeah. we completely wasted it
0: and and it's it's like one thing i i actually expected it to not look as smooth as maybe it could be but i still expected us to be a struggling Knicks team you know what I mean? Like Knicks are not looking that great either. All right. So, yeah. do you have any final thoughts before we head out?
1: All I can say is, um, man, at least we we he's on our team. You know what I'm saying? And he looks good, healthy, ready to go. Yeah. He he was efficient tonight. Um, that that's that's all that matters. And
0: so far, he's not the dude, issue.
1: Yeah, and two one three will pick it up. Uh the issue to me, obviously, you guys know it's coaching for me. It's mm-hmm. coaching. So we'll 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 go into uh Brooklyn, see what's up, and then from there, you know, we get we get to see Luca. So yeah.
0: I I, I, I get for me it's coaching too, but I I want to eliminate and all the excuses that coaching could possibly have. Right. And, right, I right. Like, and I feel like if Lawrence Frank does not get us another big in the next few weeks. Then we're giving Ty an excuse, and I want I Ty. I don't even
1: think we could wait a week. I don't think we could even wait a week.
0: Hell, I don't even think we could wait twenty four hours. I think yeah, we, like they, <laughs> they should sign someone <laughs> for real. this tonight or tomorrow morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, for real.
0: But uh, yeah, you can find our pod wherever you find your pod. You can find us on X or Twitter at LA Clips Forum. Uh, Jake, do you have anything you want to promote?
1: Uh, we just got our Instagram back up, Jake Barnes World. Uh, it's a new IG. Go check that out uh it's gonna see a little different stuff on there so we're gonna you know definitely go into that as it goes um black friday hardenheimer t-shirt also we're gonna set that up for you guys
0: yeah we gotta gotta um, work that out
1: and yeah jakeborns.com i appreciate all you guys love you guys thank you
0: you know, and I think we sounded like we were complaining a lot, but you know what? I I oh, really... absolutely
1: was, absolutely was. <laughs> I, and and I re- I, re- I really I
0: really do think though, like this is going to be a really fun Clippers team to watch with James Harden and gang. So it's just you know let's let's get our negative energy out now because I think it's going to be really fun for the rest of the season. Uh,
1: I believe in the team. I believe. I, I think we can make it happen.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I, you know what, and I think it could be Ty Lewis that's coaching this team that makes that, makes that happen. Yeah. I really, I really do think, I really do think it could be Ty. It's just we got to figure some things out. Uh, I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure, he's, I'm sure he's watching film right now. I'm sure he's got like a Diet Coke or something <laughs> to, 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 to sitting in the hotel room. Uh, Dan Craig's not answering his text messages <laughs> and he's just watching film. Yeah uh but uh yeah you know what you guys could be doing anything with your time but you spent it listening to us complain about the clippers Thank thank you we're out thank you